Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We are so excited for today's podcast. We have two amazing guys from across the pond. We're so excited Ooh. to have them on. <laughs> yes, this is She's not Joe. bad as yet. That's why she thinks that. <laughs> we met time. for like 15 minutes before this, so yeah. it was enough for me to get the vibes. I got the general vibes. This is Joe and Jonah Walsh, and we just wanted to give them a couple minutes at the beginning to introduce themselves, their podcast podcast, everything like that. So if you guys want to feel free, go ahead. In all fairness, I think that's the first time when we've been introduced that you, they've said our last name as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't, really? I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for that. Oh. I feel like I'm about to be told <laughs> off. It's like... very formal. <laughs> <laughs> Young squires from across the pond. <laughs> I had to add the across the pond part. I'm yeah, not right now. Right. When they hear your <laughs> accent, they're not thrown off. <laughs> what are this gibberish they're talking about? <laughs> what happened to them? Why can't they speak properly? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Jonah. Um, I'm Walsh. The, don't think I'm Jonah Walsh. Yeah, Walsh. Make sure you add that. Yes. yes cool. uh, the younger brother of the Joe. younger brother <laughs> <laughs> of Joseph Walsh. And we have a podcast. It's called How Do You Survive Your Twenties? We've been doing it for about two and a half years now yeah we, about three almost three yeah three mm. years mm. we know um these two from our mutual friend kaylin so shout out kaylin for putting us together much appreciated exactly yeah so the podcast is just about getting through life in your 20s we're not very good at that so it's a lot of laughs and it's a lot of uh, silly stories and things like eh, that neither are we okay. <laughs> based on your podcast i feel like we'll yeah. get along really well yeah. so. <laughs> we're all struggling <laughs> It used to it used to be called How to Survive Your Twenties, but we've got a bit of um, identity identity fraud. Not identity mm. crisis. Identity crisis. That's not the word I'm thinking. Identity fraud is not a joke, no. Jim. <laughs> it affects thousands of families across America what each am I, year. What am I? Uh, imp- imposter syndrome. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, oh, yeah. Imposter oh, okay. syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't realize we didn't know what we were doing, so we changed the <laughs> changed the title. So but, now um, you're asking people how how you. Yeah. Think. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Turns it more to a question. Yeah. Makes sense because that's kind of what we do we're out here giving like half our advice but in reality we don't really know what we're doing either (laughs) yeah and we're also working on another podcast with our mutual friend kaylin and a few Mm -hmm. others actually uh, called the midnight snack which is a comedy true crime podcast so you should be able to well no it's a fictional true crime podcast what did i say (laughs) true crime podcast did i not say comedy yeah well most well well, it's not like we're making fun of the people that died or something Are the, the humorous and then we're not actual psychopaths. We 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 made our own crime podcast. She stabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we Good shouldn't times. ever give you guys our address or anything. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for their next podcast episode. Yeah, their next victims. <laughs> we're looking for our next podcast episode. But it'll be the funniest way to die. It'll be hilarious. Oh. Don't you worry. <laughs> So your brothers, do you have any other siblings, any other family members, anything like that? Uh, yeah, we have one older brother. So but we don't talk about him. <laughs> oh. We don't let him on the podcast. Right? <laughs> he's not allowed. He's no, the he's, Frankie he's... Jonas of the family, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's too cool to be on the podcast. So he, he doesn't want to lower his standards to, to yeah, come down to our sense. level. But yeah. Yeah, did, he survive, did he survive his 20s? He's, he Well, he did. Yeah, he's in his 30s now. So he hey, made it okay. all the way through. Oh. Doing really well. He's, yeah. doing really yeah. he's living proof that you know oh, you can make it incredible <laughs> that's what i want <laughs> all right then i guess we can go ahead and jump into our hot takes so rainy and i we always love to stir up some drama and really get people heated so topic for today do you sleep with your socks on or off so for me i love sleeping in a cold room i like the ac oh, running no the no, fan no, 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 on no. and i love hold on <laughs> yeah I love to have blankets piled on and I love wearing socks to bed. Not every night. It's not something. <laughs> Just to treat I, yourself once in a, a while. special occasion. Oh, treat. Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's more of my feet. I, I live in the South and I spend a lot of time out in the sun. I don't like wearing shoes if I'm just outside around my house. So if my feet... Wait, so the rest the rest of your life where socks would be appropriate like outside with shoes... <laughs> No, nah, not having that. No. Gotta let them breathe. Yes. But in bed, where you're surrounded by cotton and soft materials, wrap those bad boys up. 
Because yes. it's cold, because I've got the window open. No, not quite just because it's cold, but because I don't wear shoes when I'm supposed to. Sometimes yeah. my heels are a little cracked, and okay. I don't like the feeling of my feet touching the sheets. And so I have to put socks on because I don't like that feeling. Little leprosy feeling going on. Yeah. So it's not for warmth or comfort, it's to stop the dead skin from getting in your bed sheets. <laughs> you ever wake up and see half your foot Feel on the bed? <laughs> That just sounds like you need to go to the doctor, not get know, some yeah. socks. It's because yeah. you have yeah. athlete's foot. Yeah, there's a cream. Ah, there's a cream you can get. I'll send it over you. The creams don't work. You know, the most concerning part about this is Haley and I wrote down several topics we could talk about for this hot take because we were deciding together. Haley was the one who was like, "Yes, socks yeah. on or off." Like you needed to tell us something. <laughs> I mean, I, clearly I needed to reach out for help, so this is a crime. <laughs> you know, um, I agree, though. I also wear my socks on at night, uh, but I only wear fuzzy socks. I can't do normal oh. socks because those are too tight. They're too constricting around my ankles. I've got to do the fuzzy socks. And they're just, they're soft. It's like my feet are in little cocoons, and you lose the most amount of heat from your head and from your feet. So what I do... <laughs> Because you wear a hat oh as well. This is a confession podcast. Um, you should wear do, a coat to bed. <laughs> what are you no, doing? I, I get my sheet and my comforter and I put it up over my head and I <laughs> until I get nice and warm. And then once I'm too warm, then I take it off and I fall asleep. Well, I do something similar. So I'll get my pillow and I'll wrap the pillow around my head. Yeah. Pushing the pillow on top. Sounds and like I, you're trying to suffocate yourself. Do yeah. I, I, I kind of like the pressure never. being on my head of like... It feels good it does feel good it's why am i the only normal person on this podcast need a what happened? Blanket. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh i should get a weighted blanket i think that would be really good yes you know? maybe yeah, i'm just lonely nice. and i just <laughs> <laughs> i just want to feel someone close <laughs> these are just cries for help <laughs> it might be at this yeah. point <laughs> So how about you two then? Socks on, off, where are you at? I'm definitely socks off. I think there's not there's no better feeling than when you've had like a long day and you take your socks off and your feet can just breathe. What about and, like, like fuzzy socks? It's time to breathe. Well that's the thing, like Haley's never had a she's never had a sock <laughs> to take off in the first place. That's true, yeah. yeah. That's, why she, exactly. that's why she goes to bed with them on, so she yeah. has that feeling yeah. to take them off <laughs> in, in the, the morning. morning. Like, Finally, yeah. I'm free. Best way to start the day. <laughs> Finally, I can shed my skin. I know, off. yeah, and like half. She doesn't know whether she's taking a sock off or a foot skin. Like, just, yeah, a like, layer of it here. just comes off. The images. The <laughs> we had to increase your increase your rating now for this podcast. But. Everyone, minimum me a dollar to get a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> or ointment, whatever or she needs. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Where are you at? Uh, yeah, so I, when I was in Italy, I used to live in Italy and uh, during the winter, it used to get to my like minus 10 mm -hmm. and there was like, it was an old apartment. So they, they didn't have the great best ventilation. And so I used to wear a sock to bed because it was very cold. And then we used to have the heater in the, and we get really, really warm. And so what would happen is my feet would get really sweaty during the night. And then as soon as they would leave the, that room, they'd get cold again. So my feet cracked. And so it just meant that my feet would bleed all the time. So after oh. that, like I, I, didn't, I don't <laughs> wear socks to bed. So you and safety. Haley relate. Yeah. 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 What ointments did you use? I was going to say, I bought, I bought the cream, Haley. I'm all right now. <laughs> Living the dream. Send it my way. Yeah, you should, should uh, swap some doctor information with each other. General consensus is if you have safety. cracked feet, you, yeah, get some ointment, maybe wear uh -huh. some socks. Otherwise, no socks. Is that, is that what I'm getting from this? I've never, I've never, I've never understood why people would make the room cold to then feel warm in bed because I know a lot of people do that. It is a cozy feeling. I know, feeling. I know, I know, and I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm just saying it's wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yes, I, I would much <laughs> rather wake up cold than wake up in a sweat. You and I are very different people, Haley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and like that's why I cocoon myself is because I'm too cold, so I put the blankets over my head to get myself really warm. Yeah. Because mm. it's too cold, so I need a warm room. I can only yeah. sleep like that. I sleep like a little baby. <laughs> like you're in the womb. Um. <laughs> and then every morning mm. you just birth yourself out and birth yourself. <laughs> well, Where all this um, water come at from? This point, <laughs> I guess it's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> I don't birth myself in the mornings, but it's all good. <laughs>
Just for our listeners' discretion. (laughs) Joe and Jonah, what hot take did you guys bring? Well, so after listening to your last episode, I really liked your hot takes, Rainy, from Harry Potter. Thank you. Um, So I kind of wanted to continue the theme of hot takes from Harry Potter because you asked if if your audience would want to hear more about Harry Potter, and I want to hear more. As an audience member. As an audience member, I want to hear more. So I I want to. So we, we got a couple we can go through. But my first one was that James Potter is a bad person. Agree. You didn't even need to finish the sentence. Agree. <laughs> James, James Potter. He is not father that Harry needed. So answer. then going off of that, who was the father Harry needed? Because here's my hot take. I don't think it was serious either. Well, there was another hot take that we were reading online. And it was that <laughs> Hagrid was a better father to Harry yeah. than mm. Dumbledore, Sirius, and Lupin combined. Yeah. You, you know, I do like Lupin, though. I have a, oh, mm. yeah. I mean, he's a good guy. Know. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. But I feel like that Hagrid was... Yeah. yeah. Because he, Hagrid was always there, and he always just yeah. listened. Because Harry had a lot of trauma he had to push through. And a lot of the adults in his life were trying to mold him to fit their agenda, whereas Hagrid mm. just listened, and he was just there for Harry. Yeah. And he was the only one who carried Harry's dead body. I mean, I guess... <laughs> I guess... <laughs> I mean, they, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we have an option to carry. It's not like people deny it. I'm not touching Harry's dead body. I like, I like your definition of a father, right? It's, it's, it's a bit morbid, isn't it? <laughs> Most fathers don't want to carry their dead children. But Where did this when go? you get the chance, I guess, you know? Can we got to start talking about socks again, please. Yeah, that's, that's husband material for me right now. <laughs> Will you carry my child's dead body? <laughs> We can talk about dating profiles later. (laughs) Dating hot takes. You're not willing to carry my dead child. We're not going through with this. No, I agree though. I think Hagrid was the one through all the books, all the movies. He was the one that was there the most and probably the least, I guess, problematic in terms of like past history stuff. Because even though Lupin isn't super problematic, he has that werewolf stuff going on. That might have been hard to. Well, we've all got. We've all got. (laughs) Don't judge Lupin. Haley's over there shedding her skin and Lupin's over there. I forgot about the lizard in the group. I'm sorry. You know, let, we don't try and judge in this yeah, podcast. No one's yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. sensitive to that. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry for discriminating. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but I love that take. I totally agree. And you and said there was another one. There is another one. So it's again to do with Hagrid, and there's this mm-hmm. idea that Hagrid could have been the most powerful wizard. Expand. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't get it already, okay, well, you don't want to. Just, just, take, my, just take it as truth. Thank you. No. So the the reason why is because, well, one of the theories is that uh, Tom Riddle, a.k.a. Voldemort, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. uh, when he was in Thank school, you. got Hagrid expelled. And one mm-hmm. of the reasons why he did that is because he knew how powerful Hagrid was. And we know how powerful Hagrid is, is because... Uh, he doesn't always need to say uh, spells to use magic. He doesn't mm. need a wand specifically as well. Yeah, he's got nonverbal. Yeah. Mm. Well, some of the wand is still attached to the, to the oh, umbrella. The umbrella yeah. But mm-hmm. the fact that he can use the broken wand and he doesn't need to always say spells, that's always a sign of a very powerful wizard. But obviously, because he didn't go through school and stuff, he wasn't able to develop that. But he could have been very, very powerful. Well, not to mention that, but just his size. Like, exactly. I would not <laughs> take him on in <laughs> a football build. I would i just back away. <laughs> like, sorry, man. Know. You know, I could see that. And I mean, it's obvious, like, he's pretty quick with transfiguration, too, because he gives Dudley, like, that tail and stuff that he had oh, to go get removed true. from the hospital, yeah, yeah, which yeah. McGonagall is one of the only people that I know of that's really good at transfiguration, but not as an anime guy. So, yeah, I could see that. Dumbledore's path in life was to be a father figure for Harry, and that's why... If he was, if he became the most powerful wizard, he wouldn't have been there for Harry. And Harry can never have fulfilled his purpose of killing Voldemort. So uh, sometimes people have to, have to take. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, go for it then. <laughs> okay, this is this would be a whole other podcast, but just in one simple <laughs> sentence, Dumbledore was a piece of crap. And that's right. I, we can talk about it in another podcast. But that's that's my my opinion. <laughs> I don't like the fact that she's got the last word in you there for you, Jonah. I, 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it is her podcast, so <laughs> well, we're going to go on our own podcast, and we're going <laughs> to we're going to have our own discussion. <laughs> Wait until you're on our turf, Rainy, and then we'll have a real discussion about Harry Potter. Trust me, I already have many of these all the time with my friends. <laughs> it's either anything else or Harry Potter. Those are like my only two uh, conversation uh, paths that I go down. So yeah, yeah. see, Haley can agree. She knows. Did you say? Anything else or Harry Potter doesn't yep. cover everything. So Harry Potter's like eighty <laughs> percent, and everything it's else is like twenty percent. Or Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so literally anything. I topic. can. Oh, well, good. I think most people are like that. To be fair. <laughs> so should we move on? <laughs> I, think, I think we know what you mean. You mean you, you mostly talk about it's like thirty yeah. percent Harry Potter and fifty yeah, percent anything else. Yeah. Other yeah. Actually. Okay. My ratios were 80% Harry oh. Potter, 20% okay. everything right. else. Everything should have started okay. with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. should have clarified my bad. <laughs> Let's do thriving or not thriving. Rainy, this week, are you thriving or not thriving? Oh, gosh. I want to say I am, but I am not. <laughs> this week's been tough. I was watching my niece all week, and she's just, she's been going through a lot. And you know, the saying like 13 going on 30, mm -hmm. she's 30 going on six. So she's really good at like rolling her eyes at you, giving oh. you like the side eye. She also uh, thinks that she has a YouTube channel on her leapfrog that she talks to oh. like just late at night. So that's really fun. <laughs> I've tried to subscribe, but I can't Man, how I, leapfrog. Kids are so different these days. <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> Neither did I. Unfortunately, got in a couple arguments <laughs> trying to work together it was just hard it was a hard yeah. week and so then she went home and then today I was talking to Haley I do DoorDash and this whole morning I sat around for an hour and a half with nothing and then finally around lunch hour I got three orders which I can usually make I usually get about five in an hour and I got three in like two or three hours so it was just really slow. <laughs> yeah. So I called it and I just came back. Not the greatest week, but it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's okay. I, I will be better this week. It's all yeah. good. How about you, Haley? Why did not thriving? Um, oh, yeah. I I'll go with thriving this week. I survived my first day back to school, not in the classroom, Ooh. but first day of nice. professional development and sat through eight hours of PowerPoint presentations. And which she had to get Ooh. dressed up for, by the way. Which I had to get dressed up for. Wait, socks or no socks? No socks, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Because obviously. <laughs> you're outside. Yeah. Maybe be wearing shoes. <laughs> But I stayed awake the whole time. I even participated. So I. I feel like teachers are oftentimes the worst students. And so yeah. I know that when yeah. I'm sitting through a meeting, you know, most of the time I'm like, eh, I'll let someone else participate. But this time <laughs> I was like, I'm going to raise my hand. Out of you. Thriving. Been a good week so far. All right, Jonah, are you thriving or not thriving? Um, I feel like I'm not thriving. Um, I just I'm just very stressed. I got a lot on. Work is pretty stressful at the moment. I'm doing like a youth camp, leading a youth camp, so we had to organize everything, and that's next week. And so this week has got to finalize everything, and it's pretty long and stuff. And then I got a wedding this Friday, Saturday, so which is really exciting. Don't get me wrong, but it's like stressful. <laughs> work <laughs> yeah yeah just like in preparation it's, it's kind of like mm -hmm. it'll be great times but it's all the times leading up before you do everything that's like stressful trying to organize yeah. it all just, uh, breathing through it though through. Breathing okay. through it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you joe i am thriving is that can you say that like 50 50 yeah uh, sure <laughs> <laughs> based on reactions i won't say that ever again so <laughs> I've just never had that before. Yeah, no, go for <laughs> thought, it. Expand. thought it was a funny word, but you're like, yeah, you idiot, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I got back from Iceland this week. I was on holiday, which was great. Oh, I know, you just a casual trip. Yeah, just yeah. a little casual trip to Iceland, my bad. Sounds pretty thriving to me. Just Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, beautiful, beautiful country. Yeah, really good times. Financially, it took a big dent into as my finances. I also mm-hmm. got a few fines the last couple of weeks uh, for parking in my own spot. I got fined twice for that. So I've had to appeal for that. And then I got another fine when I rented a van. I drove a pothole and that like almost burst my tire. Oh, so gosh. just, yeah, just, you know, when you're just like, ah, I've already spent a lot of money. Yeah. These yeah. things aren't supposed to be happening. So, so I'm 50 50. Like, could be, could remind be me never to get in the car with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just never. Yeah. My, I'll- my fine. My fines were for crashing. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah, I'll be safer in the road than on the sidewalk oh around my here. Gosh. <laughs> so, so Hopefully for those not thriving, including myself, things get better. But for now, I think we are probably ready to move on to our break. And then we'll be back for questions. Yeah, water. Okay. Quench right. that yeah. thirst. Quench we'll it. Welcome back. We are going to jump into question one. So this question was submitted by Lauren. Her Hi, Lauren. pronouns Sorry. she, her. She's 25 years old. Hey, Lauren. So yeah, hey, Lauren, Lauren I miss you. Wants I love to you. know, <laughs> what is our opinion on finding love through dating apps and if they're worth it? And if we think that they've helped or hurt the dating world? And if you think they are worth it, how do you suggest navigating them? She also added that she loves both of us and that we're amazing. And I Sorry, guess about us? Ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> Lauren. I said, hi. You, this, but... is the, this is the thanks that I get. It's almost as if I was coming on. After, yeah, after you listen, if you want to send them a DM, let them know how appreciated they are to you. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, my first reaction to this is that, in some sort of twisted way, I guess I met my husband through a dating app because a twisted way. I met. <laughs> I met How's his roommate. It sounds like you regret meeting your husband when you put it like that. Is this I've got a foot problem.com? <laughs> Footproblemlds.com. Oh, um, no. <laughs> no. Um, so Don't I, affiliate the church with that. Yeah. I met his roommate through a dating app. Uh, that mm-hmm. Prince Topher. Prince Topher. Topher the Gopher. Mm-hmm. Topher the Gopher. But that's his nickname. So technically, I didn't meet him directly through it. But because I dated that guy, I met Logan. So for me, I guess dating apps kind of worked. But I will say for the first three years of using dating apps, didn't get much out of it. No one at that time was really start. I mean, we would start a conversation and then I just wouldn't be interested and not respond. They weren't interested. They wouldn't respond. And so everyone just ended up ghosting, which I mean, it turned out fine because (laughs) I found someone, but I think that for some people nowadays, a lot of people aren't comfortable with strangers approaching them in public Mm -hmm. as they were maybe 10 or 20 years ago. So I know if, if I was walking to class, I wasn't comfortable with someone walking up to me. Obviously, if they were attractive, I would have been fine. <laughs> oh, that's uh, different. If you're if you're ugly, don't come near me. <laughs> if you're ugly, but, but Brad Pitt, come on over. <laughs> yeah. So, what kind I mean, of message are you sending, Haley? Yeah, and, and what Haley, kind of way, message? Ted Bundy was really attractive. Oh, so, gosh, Ooh. don't <laughs> probably but don't want to say that. Yeah, people were. Still I've never heard the phrase "ugly stranger danger." <laughs> you watch all of these rom coms, and out of nowhere, you pass someone in the street hmm. and start up a conversation. All of a sudden, you're in love. But I don't think that's happening in real life. And I think if you're shy, then it can be easier to approach someone on a dating app. And for me, I think it's easier to be able to communicate with someone because I'm an overthinker. So if I'm talking over a dating app, it's a lot easier for me to have that time to really think about what I say and overanalyze it. (laughs) But I will say, if you're trying to navigate them, I've heard of people suggesting ways to kind of weed people out. So if you match with someone and if you're communicating back and forth over a 
day or two. Within that first week, you should either have your first date set up or you should get their number and say, hey, I don't check here often, but I really want to keep talking. Here's my number. So that way, if you're really using the dating app to truly date and try and find a connection with someone, then you're trying to find someone who is also in that place. And that way you're not having to go back and forth between an app over three or four weeks. So I feel like using the dating app to find someone who wants to go on a date, not use the dating app to find someone to talk to for a month or two. Mm. Like use the first date as a true first date and don't use the dating app for a month to decide if you want to go on a first date with someone. That's pretty. That's I like that. Yeah. Date and don't waste your time texting someone for a month. Although yeah. Haley did meet a really great guy through dating apps. I think this would be an appropriate time to talk about Tony the Tiger <laughs> oh <my> gosh <laughs> Tony the Tiger. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Good old Tony the Tiger. I mean, what do I what do I say about him? I mean everything. He was everything. <laughs> I decided that I was going to just Date own cereal. dating apps. Right. Yes, I was going to be a serial dater. <laughs> Did it for about two months. And I just decided, you know what? I am going to say yes to every date that I'm asked on. Obviously, if it's a dating app. I have a say in who I match with. So clearly it's someone that I have some interest in. And guy came along. I was more interested in hanging out with his friend group. And I was leaving for student teaching in a couple months anyway. So it wasn't a big deal to me. So I kept going on dates with him. Rainy. Hang out with his friend group. Yeah. I, <laughs> I liked his group of friends because we would go on big group dates. And oh so I thought, God. okay, this is cool. Not looking for anything serious. He was adventurous. It was fun. But I was not attracted to him really but rainy liked to <laughs> look through her peephole <laughs> of her front door because we, we lived, lived across from each across other, from each other. Uh, and so she would see i was me. gonna say that was about like sounds like creepy but now it doesn't no, I, thought, I thought you're in the same house but you're not it's just across the road <laughs> we were in the same complex and so our front doors were three feet away from each other so she would see me walking into our building after a date well how long have you been she, waiting in the front door like oh she uh, would wait she, I she would wait to... in the living room with the, with the blinds open oh, and oh, wait rainy. to see if oh, this right. guy you're not you're not coming me. across well rainy in this story i am a good friend i had to make sure <laughs> that he was appropriate for her that was what right. i was yeah. doing okay. yeah i was quality me. checking Hero, yeah watch really. me get the most traumatizing kisses of my life he oh, stuck her tongue oh. or her tongue <laughs> stuck his tongue down her throat <laughs> that almost came out real weird <laughs> yeah that was that was the worst first kiss of my life that I didn't even ask for didn't give Ooh. the signals at all we were sitting on the couch watching a movie not cuddling or anything and all of a sudden he just turns over uh, and just like door. like yeah. a little like turtle and just like Oh no. <laughs> no, that's so for our listeners uh Haley stuck her tongue out yeah probably. yeah yeah okay, you can it see wasn't that. even a, I don't even know if our lips touched at all oh my gosh that's so it was weird yeah, can we I brand that can we brand it. that and call it the Yoshi or something like that just like a... <laughs> the Yoshi <laughs> yep and so he got Pop the Yoshi. title <laughs> yeah Tony the Tiger because I came back after that date and told our friend group and for some reason Rainey's like oh yeah you went on that date with Tony his name was not Tony <laughs> I, I was like so. I'm not I'm not sure if you really should be saying the name but okay no <laughs> no no it was a completely I just couldn't remember the name so I was like yeah Tony right Tony the type <laughs> yeah Tony <laughs> so that's his name every time yeah. you see him okay. I've seen a lot of over sexualized images of the mascot Tony the tiger ever since this joke <laughs> ever came since to fruition then. yes so I just said her all of them make her really uncomfortable. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so, got like abs and like all this stuff. Oh, it's kind gosh. of terrifying. It is. It is. Stuff for nightmares. That's Tony the Tiger. Um, we'll add my two cents and then we can get the guy's opinion. For me, I'm not a huge fan of dating apps 
never have been yet. Of course, I've been on all of them multiple times. So I don't know what I'm doing. As of late, I've had them deleted for a while. I had a little spark of knowledge at one point where I thought that I would find somebody through a dating app further away that maybe I wasn't finding anybody in Idaho, but maybe I'd find somebody in Georgia. I don't know. (laughs) No, that didn't happen either. That just nothing happened. They just seemed to be the same. But what I wanted to bring up real quick was this study that I learned about when I was in my undergrad. And it was a study that the sex of a male and the sex of a female. So this is just biological differences when they're born. So the boys, when they're born, what they would do was they would hold a mobile over their crib and then they would put a nurse over the crib. And every single time the boys looked at the mobile and the girls looked at the nurse. And what they found is that men are more attracted to action or the things that they see first, stuff like that. Whereas women are more attracted to emotion and like emotional connections. I think that's why these dating apps are so useful for men because that that's what it is you're swiping really fast you're just looking at pictures it's the first thing you see whatever whereas women want more of an emotional connection so we get burned out pretty easily from them and we're like why don't these guys want to talk to us and it's like oh because they're swiping on 10 other people that's why not that i think dating apps are totally bad and i can't speak for those who have same gender attraction or non-binary folk i don't know if you are part of the lgbtq community please feel free to write in and tell me your opinions of dating apps i'd love to hear from you but on the cishet side my side the unfortunate side (laughs) it's not what i like and it's for me personally starts to feel shallow my mental health will start to deteriorate and I'll be like man none of these guys want me because there's probably 10 other pretty girls on this app so then I get all sad and I just delete them and then the cycle starts all over again right yeah it is it is a cycle Jonah and Joe what are you guys thinking maybe I'll go first because I put a less to say than you Um, (laughs) but I do think that he still wants to talk about Harry Potter And if James was on this dating app, he'd be (laughs) on the one. I do think that was actually a really interesting point you made, Rainy, because I was discussing how men kind of go for physical attraction before emotional attraction. It's the opposite way around for women. I didn't even know emotional attraction existed till now. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. (laughs) Wow, just joking. I'm learning so much. (laughs) Yikes. Just joking. So it's crazy how obviously kind of dating apps are pushed specifically kind of with men in mind and then women second. And I wonder there'll be kind of if there's someone out there who can maybe think of a dating app with a more emotional perspective in front of a physical perspective in a way to filter out. That's pretty interesting. But small two cents is we do actually have a cousin who found a husband on a dating app mutual specifically and they got married and they're expecting their first baby so it does work yeah my sister just met her husband that just got married a couple weeks ago yeah so she I just met her husband it's called i'm i'm really desperate.com it's great <laughs> We'll meet up at the temple at this time. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it the first person you match with, that's it. You're married. Like it's, it's... So Have you ever seen a married at first sight? Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If, they can start doing that instead. Yeah. That's <laughs> what like, mutual's going to turn into. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> just like a revolving door, just having people walk in. Out oh my gosh. Oh. Bomb. But yeah, so it, I think it, it can work, but there are dangers too, because I had a really good friend who was on mutual specifically. So obviously if you know mm. mutual, Towards for members of the church, she's Christ Latter day Saints. And so the expectation is obviously that it's dating first before kind of any physical romantic relationships. But my friend was on it. This happened multiple times where she's speaking to this guy and they were like, hey, what's your number? Let's FaceTime. And she get on FaceTime and they're naked just straight naked this happened multiple times just like wow so it is a dark side and you got to be careful on dating oh yeah sure good luck but i've never used a dating app so i i can't really say much but just perspectives i've seen so beware i've never had that perspective thank goodness no Yeah, what about you, Joe? I started using dating apps about, about a year ago, roughly. I never used them before that point. It looked fun, right? And it looked like kind of opportunity to swipe and match and it's a bit of an ego boost and whatever. Mm-hmm. I struggle to care, just in general. I, I have serious mm-hmm. mental health issues, not sure. But like, <laughs> I struggle to care with the people that I'm writing to, or messaging or whatever, because I don't know them. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. for me, and, and I know obviously they're real human beings, and it's not like a terrible or whatever, but... 
it just feels very empty. The whole process feels very empty. And I liked what you said, Haley, about, you know, making sure that the filtering is quick. So you match. And then within that week, you've set your first date and you, or you've got your first phone call. And that way it becomes like, oh, this is a real person. And then you can actually connect. Because until that point, when you're messaged, you never really met them. And I do yeah. struggle to care. And yeah, I did find getting quite, just focusing more on the attraction. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I would see girls on mutual not me yeah is it called mutual yeah sorry i see girls on mutual and i'm like eh, and i see them in real life and i'd be a lot more in- attracted to them and i just kind of realized that i don't know I, there's just that part of the, the brain that's not the best filter through through apps and stuff and so i think it's a good idea but i think you have to be very careful with it as well and i i what i did find as well is i just go on it because i'm bored and it's like, oh, I don't want to yes. go on Instagram and, and you just get bored and stuff. And there's that, mm-hmm. like, it's that little gratification when you swipe and you match. And it's like, ah, somebody finds me attractive. Yeah. But then I'd be like, oh, but then I have to talk to them and I don't care. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm actually not really. Say, I was going to say in college for us, it would sometimes be a game where yeah. we would all hang out, take our yeah. phones out, swap and say, hey, here's my guy friend take my phone and you swipe for guys for me. Yeah. Yeah. And that is why I had really bad mental health (laughs) doing these dating apps because I know what those girls look like. And it's really easy to compare. That's true. That's true. I know what they look like. See our competition. Yeah. And trust me, the guys, there's no competition. It's the (laughs) bars in the floor. Okay. All we get are double chins and fish photos. And like you can barely see them. yeah. I did. Ask, I did want to ask, like, so what? What would be some? Because I've heard about. I don't think in the UK the fish photos are so no. existent. Like it's Idaho. It's Idaho <laughs> in the south. Yeah, <laughs> got those fish boys. <laughs> they got those they are, fish boys. They're what? proud of their fish. Uh, you know, and I don't uh, know. I think it's their way of saying I can. Provide. I have a personality. I can, I can reel in a big one. Fishing. I have yeah, a personality. I, can... I have hobbies. Look. <laughs> yes. I can reel in a big one, you know. Like, oh. like what hoping if... that it would be a conversation starter. What if the fish, know. what if it was the fish's dating profile? And they were just like, well, oh. I've got this great picture with this bloke. And then you swipe and it's just a bit another picture of the fish. Yeah. Swimming and well, that's like the people fish. who post a group picture and you're like, okay, yeah. this is who your first picture. Yeah. Obviously, I'm, choo- I'm assuming that you're the one that I'm attracted to. It's the to hottest the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the group there are people who make tinder or mutual accounts for cats or their dogs i won't oh. lie i always swipe right on those <laughs> i have a friend who always swipes right if the guy has a dog in the picture yeah okay makes yeah. sense so, so do, yeah. do you have like tip. red or green flags then for online dating profiles fish pictures fish pictures <laughs> yes. red <Okay>. flag <laughs> yep. Done. and if they have if you are well into your 20s and you see their pro- high school prom pictures or Whoa. if they're 28 and they're showing you their mission pictures, <laughs> you're like, a profile what do you look like now? Picture, then Excuse me, I don't understand. <laughs> what about, I, 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 what about I my mission understand. picture where I'm at Lake Michigan fishing? Yeah. What about that one? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Name tag holding a fish. Oh, green <laughs> flag. Holding a fish. Oh, yeah. I, put, I put my name tag on the fish. Like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe that, that a... would be appropriate if you were 21 hashtag, years old. Hashtag sure. fish is a man. Like. <laughs> yeah. Fish, fish is a man. man. Oh, that's an immediate Slayed. green flag. Oh, I, yep. yeah. I would send a note, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting reported. <laughs> I'm getting yeah, reported. Well, no, so, I, so Haley would report me, but Raymond would have me. See, you just can't wait. I would send you a note. Yeah, so you never know. Just be yourself. No, I think the other red flag, and then I'll move into a couple green flags, but the other one, those double chin pictures, I cannot, like so many men, and I don't understand why you all do it. They, the, like, why do you have to take your picture from down on your lap in like the most shaded area you can find. I'm so confused when I see those. So those are immediate red flag. I'm like, bye. (laughs) But then green flags, I would say I actually, because this is the emotional connection part. I do read descriptions. And so if I'm kind of attracted to somebody, even if I'm not super attracted, I'll always go down and read the description. And if it seems like somebody that we've got some stuff in common, yeah, that's a total green flag. If it has good grammar. I'm not going to lie. 
if he's cute and there's a meme at the end, yeah, yeah, I'll give him a spoiler. Or throw in a picture <laughs> with your niece or your nephew, your baby cousin. We know it's a trap, but we fall for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those are ours. What about your guys's? Like red, green flags? I'd like to know this personally too, as a woman. As a woman. Uh, well, I was actually as so a woman. I... Question. Mark. <laughs> like, oh, it's a tough one. <laughs> women. <laughs> So I, was, I was like, this is my, I mean, I haven't been a mutual. That's a long. good picture. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Did you make sure to include you have an accent? Okay. Well, you well, have a Because that would help. I, yeah. if, I, if I said I had an accent in the UK, they'd be like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're matching with people in America, sorry. Oh, well, I guess they you just have presume. <laughs> Okay. And then that's, I've got one of my family. So I've got no fishes. Okay. Oh, okay. Good you are on that. I'm Jonah, on the mutual. Jonah's on that one. Yeah. So I've got. I've See, got that's two... one of those pictures. Who are you? Which one? Two... Are you? As long you as know? it isn't your first picture, though. Yeah. No, it's it's my final yeah. picture. Yeah. If they if okay, they yeah, don't know who great. I am by the time they've got to the final <laughs> yes. picture. Yeah. Then I don't want to date them exactly. because their level of critical thinking isn't quite high enough for me personally. That would be my red flag. They show up and see Jonah and they're like, yeah. hey, Red and green flag. I mean, I haven't been on for a while. Um, I don't know. I think that for me, if they only have one picture, and I, I get it because social media is a scary place. It's You're vulnerable and people are very conscious of the body. So I don't want to judge too harshly. But if they've got those snapchat filters on mm. I, don't, I don't like that because then i'm mm. just like well not the puppy dog <laughs> oh well, <I> <laughs> the, the puppy dog filter. the puppy dog don't you <laughs> but it's the alien that's when i don't like it oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's where i draw See, the line I would just say the opposite. <laughs> no on the puppy dog no oh, on the puppy dog you know what i like miss alien <laughs> <laughs> And then not too many, because this is my thing is I've, I've just really come to realize that, yeah, attraction is important. Don't get me wrong. But if you've got a really nice personality and you're fun. And for me, actually, one of my green flags is if I like your accent, then I find that very attractive as well. An accent you don't like, Joe. What's an accent I don't like? Do you know what? This... I don't. Sorry, this could be problematic depending on what you say. Where is your podcast not held? Let's go. <laughs> The Arctic. I've never liked an Arctic yeah. accent. Also, <laughs> <laughs> been penguins. Can't have it. No, I don't even know. Are there, are there penguins in the Arctic? They're in the South Pole, aren't they? They're sure. In the South sure. Pole. Where's the Arctic? Okay. Is that the North or South I Pole? I don't know. <laughs> Can't date a geography teacher. Like you need a geography lesson yeah. first yeah. before you decide an accent. <laughs> I don't love like a proper regional mank accent which is where i'm from okay. it's probably the only one you can say because it's where you're from <laughs> yeah without offending don't people love that too much so um, really posh kind of like no it's proper... like it'd be like the opposite of posh no opposite so, of posh. I, yeah okay. we're, we're from a not super posh place but i do listen actually... i've never been there i wouldn't know <laughs> yeah i'm like give us a little bit <laughs> yeah tell us <laughs> but i do like a good nice posh english accent like oh, i i found that quite nice of you joe <laughs> Like a, a Daisy Ridley um, accent kind of thing, or Emma mm. Watson. That would be my thing. But um, I mean, that's everyone's thing. Emma Watson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Circle that's my Harry Potter. That's my one green Circling flag. Back. Emma, that's it. Emma Watson. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having trouble. She's not been on mutual yet, but you never no, know. She will be. But I like accents from places and stuff. So nice. I've I've dated people from around the world. So I'm not really like fussy or anything like that. But so my my red flag would be if they've got a filter on their face and it's an alien or something like that specifically yeah, and their accent fair, is yeah they've got a voice like batman then that would be my do you know what i just don't think this is gonna work out <laughs> okay sorry for all of our listeners who have batman voices we're just <laughs> lauren, lauren who asked the Mandy. question yeah lauren's like oh no <laughs> trust me i know lauren she does not have a batman voice she's got a beautiful <laughs> voice so <laughs> i apologize any other things before we move on to question two we good okay yeah sweet so question two this one was interesting but it what to do when your family members pick on you and you hate it but then responds that they only do it because they love you now go on jonah i what do understand you think? this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Listen, you better I, say the right thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry I can't apologize. Oh no, no. Listen, I I'm actually interested. 
interested because I'm sure yeah. this happens a lot between you two. But for me, the majority of my family members that do this to me are like my aunts and uncles and stuff. They call me blondie, which I've never had a problem with just all the blonde moments. I have them a lot. I try not to, but I do. I think for you kind of need to decide what's too far for you and what what's more of a joke. So like for me, I don't care if they call me blondie. I am fine with it. But then there's other things where my LDS garments, like if they're showing and somebody points it out, it just makes me really uncomfortable because it's your underwear. (laughs) And so I'll straight up just say, I don't care. And that's kind of gotten people to not say it as much. Just make sure you're just setting boundaries is really the important part. Know where your boundaries are, know what you want them to, how you want them to treat you and how you don't. Are you being too sensitive or is it something that's actually really hurting you? Just find a way that you can basically like an automatic response. Haley talked about this a little bit. It was either last podcast or a couple podcasts ago when with the marriage and family questions, is she going to have kids? Is she going to get married? That kind of stuff. So she's come up with a couple automatic responses. And that's what I did for the garment thing was my automatic responses. I don't care. So some other ones you could come up with are, I don't like when you talk to me that way, please don't make fun of that. That makes me uncomfortable. And they may get upset. You are not in control of if they get upset or defensive, just let them. It's awkward to get called out. It's awkward for people to treat you in a way that you don't want to be treated. So it's going to be an uncomfortable situation no matter what. So you might as well defend yourself in the process if it really is something that makes you uncomfortable. Yes, I'd love to hear what everybody else has to say. I have four sisters. I have three older sisters, one one younger sister. I have a sister that's been married for 10 years. I've known that brother-in-law for the majority of my life. I come from a big family, so I am used to getting picked on. I see my extended family for every holiday. And I have a lot of cousins that I grew up with that are around my age. So at some point, I just had to develop thick skin because I hate confrontation. It makes me extremely uncomfortable. And so if people are making fun of me in a very playful manner, I can laugh it off because I poke fun at people. But like you said, if it's something that's serious and if they're calling you names or picking out something that you're very insecure about where it can really affect your mental health, have those boundaries, have those conversations. But I think that the majority of the time, I think they're doing it out of love and just to have fun. So there's a chance that you just have to develop that thick skin or some form of a sense of humor because unfortunately, especially if this person is young, that you're going to have people throughout your entire life that will pick on you. You'll have coworkers, roommates, friends. I mean, even people in the grocery store might <laughs> have something <laughs> to say. Where are you shop? But not in a malicious way. Not in a malicious way. Come out. They're not like, you idiot. Why'd you drop the (laughs) why'd you drop your bread? Just the workers at Walmart just shaming you as you walk through the aisles. (laughs) So I don't think as long as long as it's not any sort of abusive or negative language. And I mean, you just have to live to learn. Learn to live with it. Just a grocery store. I can just see them harassing you about not wearing socks, like walking. <laughs> no socks again. What a loser. <laughs> you know, if I wear jeans with holes in them and you will have random people say hey i think you left the rest of your jeans at home because they Classic. see my holy jeans so that's them picking on me i'm not gonna go but they're holy so um, they're better than them exactly they're so, blessed. yeah, they're yeah. Blessed. okay yeah what what do you guys think? i think i agree i think it, it's it's you've got to find the right balance and it'll be different for every family because yeah I, and I think it's always, it, it can be maybe sometimes more obvious than others when it really is just a joke because all families pick on other family members. Like, <laughs> I'll pick on other family. And I always find, especially in our family, there's always kind of one sibling that just has to become the usual target. Oh, and yeah. that's how it is. But it's, it is. So, yeah. So what, ours what, is what the middle child target? for us. <laughs> In the your, middle child is also for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the middle child. Oh, bless your heart. Oh, they didn't, they didn't learn my name till I was 25. But, <laughs> <laughs> but 
happens. Because, like, for example, enough, I'm like, it, whenever, I mean, we all kind of make jokes about each other, but I feel like sometimes Joe does get the most of it. But, I feel, <laughs> but it's only because we know Joe can take it the best, maybe out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just more material with Joe to get at. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But it always is. But it's because it, it, it's coming from love, and we know because we're, we're comfortable enough. It's like so. What you're saying is, I'm the most loved member of the family. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we'll go that far. But uh, no, just kidding. The most loved and the most harassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just because we all feel most comfortable around you to make those jokes. Like I wouldn't make those jokes with other people if I didn't feel comfortable to make that because I don't want to genuinely yeah. insult you. So you wouldn't do that. But then, like you said, if sometimes your family members may not know your insecurities, so they don't know the effect it's having to them. It's a joke, and to you, it's serious but if you don't tell them then they won't know and so if they really do love you and it is just a joke if you do open up then they'll be obviously accepting of it and willing to stop you just kind of gotta play by ear in and find what feels right yeah i mean what what we say that we communicate more than what we say and to get can i give you an example of something that may seem like inappropriate to laugh at but actually was completely fine and was done actually with love so i went through a, a divorce year two years ago now and, and I was just sat in my old room that I grew up in <laughs> and see he's already laughing and and I found my high school yearbook and I found it and I was looking through it and it'd been like 10 years or 10 11 years since I'd been there and we were on zoom because this was in the middle of lockdown and I explained to what had happened I said and, and 10 years later I'm still in the same flipping place and Jonah <laughs> laughed at me for five minutes straight <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't and he just laughed and laughed at my divorce and my predicament. <laughs> your trauma and my trauma and i laughed oh my I laughed gosh with him. i laughed with I mean, him yeah and then, laughing is oh, our favorite coping mechanism. yeah exactly yeah and i, and I but john had been very supportive during my whole divorce just towards the end he just started to make fun of me but that's all <laughs> right he's got a bit tired you know so. <laughs> but he's been really supportive and i laughed with him and I, and I just knew that it was just laughing at the situation to the because that's how we dealt with it and could have burst into tears or i could have laughed that was the situation but obviously if Haley had come on the zoom call and i didn't know Haley and she started laughing at me it might not have been the most appropriate thing <laughs> <laughs> i might not have felt like hot thing. loser you got a divorce <laughs> right i had Haley. a girl ask me at my sister's wedding two weeks after my last breakup where we had originally planned on getting engaged the weekend of my sister's wedding years ago. And at that wedding, a family friend was like, so how does it feel to be the only single sister in your family now? Like, how does it feel not being married? And then you hit her. <laughs> great. Moving on. Can I go in the bathroom and cry? <laughs> doing great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it feels amazing, actually. I'm glad you asked because I've been dying to tell someone how good Thanks it is. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I mean, maybe not after that, but I was going to say, usually when you only make, I mean, nice jokes about people that you kind of don't feel unlike necessarily below you in a way, but like above you, you kind of don't hit below your own weight yeah. in a malicious way. So for example, when we make fun of Joe, it's only because he's the leader of our family. He always organizes events. And this video is how they show their gratitude. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> but if, but if, for example, I'm the quiet one in the family. And so I get the least amount of jokes heading my way. <laughs> they don't notice he's there. Because they don't know I'm there. You just got to be in it makes a joke. It's like, what the, where do you come yeah. from, Jonah? We have another son. Mary, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, how long have you been here? Twenty-five years. Merry Christmas, by the way. <laughs> but because I'm the quiet one, like people aren't gonna make more fun of me because that's just malicious. But because Joe is like the funny outgoing one, it's oh, yeah. he'll can take the joke. So if anything, it's like if they're making fun towards you, it's probably because they respect you and they think that oh, you're the fun one, so we'll make these fun jokes to yeah. you. It well, could be a compliment disguised as an insult. Old, so. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> but don't get that confused. Really assess the situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it could be an insult. So really just, you know, play, but, play by ear. But, yeah. but as well, certain things develop in your life, right? And so my friend told me about how when she was younger, the, the people, like some of her family members kind of made fun of her weight. And you laugh it off because you don't want the confrontation, especially young, you're, you know, you're 12, 13, and, and they're your elders or whatever. <laughs> your, your elders. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> in the wizard tribe. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to be conscious as well when you're making fun of someone, but realize that these people love you. And so if there is 
what they are saying maybe was okay a year ago. But if I was going through sort of a really hard time and Jonah made fun of my divorce and I was going through a particular hard time, I would let him know that today is not the day. Yeah. <laughs> tears coming down my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> not today, man. It, he would just make fun of something else or something like that. It is good to have that balance and always have that ability to have that relationship where you can talk to people about things, especially as they develop and maybe things get worse. Got that backbone, willing to stand up yeah. for yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think we're good to move on to question three. Yes. Okay, so what did you study in college and how did you choose a major you like? So this came from Kelsey, who is 28 years old. Pronouns are she, her. We have a couple teachers. Jonah, are you, you were a teacher, correct? Joe was a teacher. Joe was a teacher. In your interview for your first teaching job, how did you answer the question? Why did you become a teacher? Because I'm Do you not remember at... your initial yeah. answer? No, I don't, but I, probably because I'm not good at anything else or <laughs> oh that's a good question i think i just said usual crap i'm just joking <laughs> i want to make it different yeah and... yeah yeah I yeah mean, this, was, this my this has been my first full year of teaching so i'd probably say something different okay. now, like i just i don't want to be a teacher anymore <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> but i've got nothing else <laughs> i think i said like i've always been quite good at teaching and ability to be able to help someone get further along is incredibly re- rewarding or something like that you know yeah so whatever whatever works in that interview yeah. what grade <laughs> do you teach so i i teach what would be like high school equivalent but i teach it to people who are slightly older junior and senior yeah okay, oh, okay. yeah that's 16 to 18 for yeah. the u.s yeah what subjects english english okay so i know for me I think my initial answer was, oh, I want to make a difference. I've had so many teachers in my life that (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone... Well, I think everyone's answer is essentially the same. I think everyone includes the wanting to make a difference. But I've talked to so many new teachers over the past couple of days who kind of shared how they always had a teacher growing up. And I can think of those teachers growing up who had a small impact on my life or who kind of felt like that additional parent figure in their life growing up. And so I think for me, I always had that desire to be able to be that for someone else. So for me, I don't have kids. I don't know if I'll have kids, but I'll have kids. So I like that idea of still being able to feel like I have made a difference in someone's life. And it's nice to be able to be able to have kind of a say and an influence hopefully a, a positive one <laughs> hopefully um, i made the world I'm, a worse place today <laughs> i think i'm nice <laughs> question mark a couple kids cry but no, it's, fine. it's fine remind our listeners what grade you teach as well Haley. I teach fourth grade. And once I was closer to graduating high school, I just remember thinking, I do not want a job where I have to interact with adults all day. I love school and I want to stay in school for the rest of my life. Growing up, I loved being bossy and making all of my (laughs) sisters play school with me. I loved grading papers. Now that's my least favorite thing to yeah. do is grading. Worst but game I would... ever. <laughs> yes. She still loves <laughs> the bossy part, what though. What kind of confused child were you flipping it? <laughs> I love sitting at my desk and pretending to grade. And I she just likes handing out, out A's to students like, yeah. failed. Did you fail your sister? No, I, I gave out A's. I gave, gave out A's. A's. Uh, Good. So you, yes. you know, Good. you can't do that. You can't just give out A's all the time. <laughs> what kind of standards you're setting? They're all, oh, dear. I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I no. <laughs> but I think hopefully your boss isn't listening to this. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't tell anyone about this podcast. That's for sure. No. <laughs> trying to think if there's anything else, at least for me, about why. So technically my degree is in elementary education. So I'm certified for kindergarten through fifth grade and then for middle school English. So sixth to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And I loved reading. I loved all of my English classes growing up and my teachers. So I figured if I have to teach anything, obviously it's going to be something that I love. I will not be teaching science anytime soon. <laughs> it's not, not blame you. <laughs> no. <laughs> How about you, Jonah? Where are you at? 
um so i didn't go to college or university got back from my mission i just started working worked at subway rocked that for a little while then oh, yeah, yeah. how did subway. you know subway was the dream job how did you know <laughs> that was where you wanted to be just wanted to eat fresh sometimes <laughs> it's called to certain roads and destinies yeah. and subway was so i did subway and then i did mcdonald's <laughs> all then, the fast food kfc and then i did a call center for like a year and a half that was torture but the people were incredible so it's like 50 50 like you love the people yeah. you need the job kind of thing and then i started doing admin for this high court enforcement place which is really boring but it was what it was and then moved to london and I started working in the call center with online support. And now I work as a legal administrative assistant at a law firm. Bit of a step Fancy. up. Fancy. Um, <laughs> fun and the people are cool. And so that's what I do at the moment. But I never went to school. I was going to do international relations, put in like my applications for study. But then I didn't get my loan sorted in time. So I cut to not drop. I didn't drop out because I didn't start. But yeah, <laughs> I like didn't Can't drop out if you're not in. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, I put that off. But yeah, so I, so I don't study. I just I just work at the moment. Are you planning on going back or are you just going to stay working? Well, so I want to be an actor. That's my dream um, oh, cool. job. So yeah. I've been acting since I was 14. And so I don't know if I want to study because I would say I would have to stop working, which then I mean, I'll be very broke. And London is a very expensive And London city. is a very expensive city. So yeah. it's a bit of a tricky situation, but got a few balls in the air. <laughs> and I'm hoping I'll catch at least one of them. So yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. I mean, you definitely aren't alone in that. I'm sure a lot of yeah. people can relate. Because it's funny because I was speaking to my, my friend the other day because how I mean I'm 25, which I, I'm aware is 24. Oh, I'm 24. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's not in college. That's why I'm not in college. I wasn't accepted into college. Uh, Well, I'm turning 25 in November, so I'm 24 (laughs) turning 25. Well done. (laughs) I know that. His birthday down. We've gotten that far. (laughs) Math was not the strong suit. No. What's your name? <laughs> What's my name? I can't spell it, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I was, say, I was saying to my friends, like, I feel really old at 24, which I'm aware isn't that old, but when you are, you ran out of options and you ran out of time. So self-conscious about that, like I kind of ran out of options and my life is looking very bleak. But then my, I, I watched a video on TikTok <laughs> where it said that if you die today, the papers would say they died so young and unless you're if you're under the age of 50 they'd always say they died so young so just always remember that if you're feeling okay. old but if you die today you'd still die young yeah i don't know if once you hit that 50 better. mark though <laughs> wow thanks for the words feel better, so. <laughs> i thought i'd just spread it on so you feel really good <laughs> yeah just you know, what about you ray top tip that's cheering people up just imagine if you die today <laughs> you died could you imagine <laughs> at least you aren't <laughs> it could always be worse. You could always be fifty. You could Thanks. always be carried by your dad. You know? <laughs> could always. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll go next. <laughs> this is why we changed the name Moving of our podcast. Yeah. For me, I got a child development undergrad, and then I'm currently studying school counseling. So I'm getting my master's right now. My mom did try to talk me into getting my doctorate. <laughs> I'm very scared of that. So we'll see. That may happen. I don't know. Um, it would still probably be in counseling, just general mm. counseling. But you can I think you can get a doctorate in school counseling too. But cool. I don't know. Like the idea of being called Dr. Sock is really cool to me, but it's yeah. like, do you spend all that money for a name? <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Well, introduce yourself as Dr. Sock anyway. <laughs> yeah, even with my master's. People won't look it up. Yeah. <laughs> they won't know. They PhD. PhD slash MA. (laughs) Currently studying that. I've got a year to go. For me, my path was a lot like Jonah's where I worked a million different jobs (laughs) for the longest time. And Haley knows this. I worked a lot of jobs. I think most of the jobs I never really enjoyed unless I was working with kids. I, that was just something that I kind of always knew. And then I've heard that saying where they talk about whatever you do in your spare time is probably something you should look into doing for a career. And one of the things that I really like doing is looking up like self-help videos and I like psychology and just understanding people and development and stuff like that. I've always been a natural conversationalist. 
people come to me for advice, stuff like that's just kind of always been up my alley. I started off with marriage and family therapy for a year. And then there was the whole confidentiality stuff where basically you, if you saw one of your clients in the grocery store, you couldn't go up and say hi to them. But if they came up and said hi to you, there's this weird conversational balance you have to have so that nobody around you would know that you two know each other. And that just seemed like a lot. Is that why really Haley gets abused me? at the grocery store? Yes. Yes. Constantly hiding from my counselor. Yeah. <laughs> that really stressed me out. So then I was like, okay, maybe I'll move over to child development because child development covers zero to 18. Then I learned that there's confidentiality stuff with that too. If you work in a preschool or a daycare. So I was like, well, either way, I'm going to have to deal with this. So I went and did my internship with a school counselor because I kind of tried to just combine the two things. And I loved it. Every day felt so new and so interesting. It's given me the opportunity to learn every day because there's never two unique situations or clients. And even now, the more I learn, the more I love it. And I'm doing internships and practicums and stuff. And I am just always so excited to go. And I know that's not always going to happen. That's It's not always going to be like that. This is going to be so cheesy. Sorry. <laughs> but I've never felt this way about a job before. <laughs> that's really good. So, that's good. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really cheesy. But that, that's why I'm doing it. If you're struggling looking for a major, because I'm sure we have a lot of listeners who probably are, try and take that advice I gave a couple minutes ago to look at what you do in your spare time and see if there's a way you can make a job out of that because yeah. that's how you have fun with it. And honestly, I'm not going to get paid a ton of money. I'm getting paid a little more than a teacher's salary. It's not for the money. Well, maybe I should do I what you're doing then. Like. Yeah, right. yeah, come be a counselor, come join. That's all. And I think we're about out of time. So should we wrap up real quick, Haley? Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Do you guys have... Anything else do you want to say? Any tips about deciding what you want to study or how to choose a major? Yeah, Any I comfort? guess there's a balance, isn't there? Because obviously you've got to be smart about what you do and, and think about, okay, can I make money from what my hobbies are? But I will say that it's a bit different in the UK, how you choose a major. You only get one major or one degree. And, and I know in the US, you can kind of pick Six different classes. modules and you have more time and flexibility. In yeah. the UK, it's a bit more, that, that's it. What I would say is that whilst sometimes I'm grateful for the kind of smart choices that I've made, I think there ha there's always been a slight bit of regret that I didn't quite go for that more creative degree that I may have wanted to go for. It's a hard choice to make because some people don't always get that privilege of being able to get the, the creative degrees and they, they have to make the, the more kind of fiscal choice and, and go for a degree that will earn them money so they can survive. If you're in that position where you have to make a smarter choice or a more responsible choice, then, then there are plenty of other ways of being creative and, and developing mm -hmm. yourself and, and university yeah. and college isn't the only way to do that. Yeah. But what I would say is, is Jonah is really good at a really good example for going for his dreams and realizing if it doesn't work out, that's fine, but at least he won't have any regrets in terms of the choices that he made, unless yeah. he's living in the bridge. <laughs> With plenty of regrets there. Because he couldn't get his date of birth right or something. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of job application well, form. Like. But that is good to keep in mind because yeah. you don't always have to necessarily love the job that you're in. Mm. But if you use that as a motivating factor to be able to work to afford those hobbies or those other interests, yeah. Yeah. then exactly. at the end of the day, to kind of change that mindset of I'm going to work so that I can enjoy these outside yeah. hobbies or so I can go and chase that dream exactly. that I have. Before we head out and close up, do you guys just want to give your plugs for social media? They'll also be in the description, but if you want to plug yourselves real quick. This is your last chance. No. Last chance. <laughs> first no, impression. No other times. <laughs> <laughs> Speak now or forever hold your peace. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yes, so our podcast is called How Do You Survive Your Twenties? We're on all major platforms. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all there. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at How Do You Survive Your Twenties? Or you can go to our website at HowDoYouSurviveYourTwenties.com as well. I was going to say, but if, <laughs> if you want to listen to our true crime, well, fictional true crime comedy <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah, thanks for Call the Midnight Smack. The Midnight Smack. <laughs> the Midnight Smack. <laughs> That sounds like something That's very a different. Whole other yeah. podcast. <laughs> a whole yeah. other podcast. That's 
Sorry, it's called the Midnight Snack. That's the one Haley's feet would be on. Podcast, yeah. I can only apologize. Oh, students, hopefully you weren't listening. Will that be out? That will be out August 27th. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining. We really appreciate having you. It's been so much fun. And again, listeners, I'm sorry. These have been going over because we just love talking. So maybe I shouldn't apologize. Maybe this will no, be fun until I'm like a commute or something. <laughs> get yeah, over get over it. it. <laughs> yeah, like Haley always says. <laughs> Turn your catchphrase. Turn your catchphrase. Get over it. it. So yeah, we really enjoyed having both of you. And it's thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been so good. So any other words before we head out, Haley? Uh happy hashtag not thriving Thursday. (gasps) Never forget. Yes, never forget. (laughs) Bye. Bye guys. Bye.